0: Hello and welcome to today's solo episode. If you've been listening for a little while, you know that I do these solo episodes every now and then because sometimes there's things that I just need to talk about with you. Um, And today what I'm talking about, the sacred art of authorship, um, I know is going to resonate at a very deep level for you in terms of really helping you in shaping your book and shaping yourself as an author to truly do what you're here to do with your book and be who you're here to be as an author. So the other day, I was actually coaching some clients in my Get Your Book Done, um, one of the group coaching calls that we had. And I spent the first call was two hours long, and I spent the first hour or so um, talking all about this. Um, And everyone kept saying, oh, my gosh, that was the best call ever. Thank you so much. And then, of course, we got into questions and coaching and specifics. But it was such a well-received topic. That I thought, you know what, I don't want to just reserve this for clients in my Get Your Book Done program, or of course we'd welcome you to, you know, take a deeper dive with me to help you write your book in that program, everything you need to know, as you know, most likely is at getyourbookdone.com, but I really just felt like this is too important, to sacred of a topic, if you will, to not bring it to you, my listening audience, as well. So welcome. Here we are. If you're listening the day that this podcast goes live, um, it is a Labor Day here in the United States, so I want to wish all of you that may be celebrating this holiday a happy Labor Day. Now, obviously, you know, it's still the times of COVID, so chances are you're not at any like big, huge, you know, awesome parties and with, you know, tons of people all over the place. Um, But maybe instead, this is just a day of quiet time, um, reflection, personal time, recreation, recreation, and relaxation for you, renewal, um, as you enjoy this day, whether it's Labor Day or you're listening like a year after Labor Day um, or months after Labor Day, I still hope that it's a day that has some sense of um, rest and grounded and centering and relaxation for you because it is in that place. Of relaxation where the most powerful words get put on the page. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the sacred art of authorship. Um, so really what I want to speak to first as I, as I talk about this is like, well, you know, what is the sacred act of authorship or the sacred art of authorship, which is a sacred act certainly. And it truly is about the excavation of your true self Your true message, your purpose, your passion, your calling, all of that being brought out of you, excavated, liberated, um, you know, cajoled, welcomed out of you, um, out of your being and onto the page. And, you know, here's the thing about writing a book, at least the way that I've been working with authors for the past 16 years in writing, whether it's a chapter for an anthology or their own book books. We just had a couple of more authors that we published uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, Hopefully you'll be hearing from them soon on the podcast. But anyway, like all this time that I've been doing this, it it has been very much about the book, right? And there's a million and one people out there, if not more, who are showing you how to quote unquote, you know, write the book, um Some use paint by numbers, some use just fill in a few you know um questions and use this template and call it a book. Others are going to force you to do it in a weekend um, you know all all sorts of different ways of writing your books out there. But for me and the clients I've been working with for sixteen years, which is in the tens of thousands, what I can tell you is that the more you allow yourself to breathe. Through the journey of becoming an author, the more spaciousness and graciousness and allowance you give your book, the more powerful, the more graceful, and the more easy it's going to be to write. And that is what I'm talking about when I talk about the sacred art of authorship right any any creation, I'm just gonna compare things here to nature because I'm looking out my beautiful window just this morning I was out I was smelling my i the most amazing fragrant roses in my rose garden, I have my dahlias, I have my petunias, I have my vinca vines, like I you know, and then I have all my trees and our apple tree must have like hundreds of apples on it. Um, Our garden is still producing tomatoes and butternut squash and still some green beans. Like there's so much beauty and abundance and life happening right outside the door of my home. And that life, that energy that takes a little teeny tiny tomato seed, right? And makes it something so possible that I have a refrigerator and a freezer full of tomato soup and tomato sauce and roasted tomatoes and everything like that that took no effort on the tomato seeds part right it was the sacred design of that tomato seed not through anyone forcing it not through that tomato self beating itself up because it didn't get it beating itself up because it didn't get it right. Not because that tomato seed was like, oh man, I was supposed to sprout yesterday. How come I didn't sprout yesterday? Um, you know, like the tomato seed didn't do any of those things. Um, but I do know some authors that have coached certainly who have been saying those things to themselves. And it kind of removes the sacredness and takes away the art of this journey that you are on as an author. The tomato seed was, right? It didn't have a thinking mind to be able to like judge itself or make itself wrong or say that it should be any other way than what is exactly happening for that tomato seed in that moment. The tomato seed just was. And as a result of that tomato seed, like I said, I have a bountiful of beautiful, nutritious, um, you know, homegrown tomatoes filling up my counters, my refrigerator, and my freezer. Your book is the same way. You are the same way. Like, you are poured into, <laughs> from the universe, um, I believe, perhaps even more than the tomato seed, right? Because you are a human here who can express your highest, your best your message, your passion here on this planet earth. So when I talk about the sacred art of writing, like it is not just about the book. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a million ways you could write a book, but I don't want you just to crank out some book by filling out a template or, you know, lashing yourself on the back to do it as fast, as fast as you possibly can or to meet someone else's um, deadline or someone else's expectation. Because the sacred art of authorship isn't just about the book becoming everything that the book is meant to be, but it is also a powerful, perhaps one of the most powerful, experiences that you can go through to allow you, as the author, to become everything that you are meant to be. It's almost like um, I've been using this term, the sacred container. And I might actually be doing a new eight week course um, that I teach live on this exact topic of the sacred container. Because the book is a sacred container itself, but so are you. And the most powerful book that you will ever write will be birthed when you know that you are this amazing sacred container. Absolutely perfectly designed through every up, every down, every in, every out, every success, every failure, every glory, every love, every challenge that you have experienced in your life, right? You are the sacred container as an author. And when you see yourself as such, you watch how quickly and easily and effortlessly and joyfully your book is able to emerge through you, not by force, by presence, by allowance, by surrender to the sacredness of the book and the sacredness of the process and what can happen in that space of sacredness, right? That is what happens. I mean, just think about it. Our words, if you've paid attention to any kind of mindset people, um, any degree, even like, you know, quantum physics 101, right? You know that our thoughts and our words and our emotions create our reality. I mean, for those of you that are of Christian background or at least, you know, are familiar with the line of the Bible, you know, in the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. And if this is true, then your words, your words are the beginning of a creation. And a creation in written form, the most sacred form that I believe there is, that will last far beyond your time here on this planet, in this body at this time, right? Writing itself, like the earliest, did some research on this because I wanted to try to get my research right, um, but there is proof that the earliest forms of writing were 5,500 years ago in Mesopotamia. 5,500 years, right? The recording of voice all the technology, everything that we have now in the world for creation, 5,500 years ago, it was the the writing, it was the words, it was the symbols and the signs on the cave walls that communicated the most essential wisdom that needed to be passed between one person and another, one generation and another. So words themselves are a sacred form of writing, right? Writing being around, as I said, for 5,500 years, right? That's kind of like the legacy of the, the sacredness and the specialness of the words that you write. And when you think about the fact that your words, combined obviously with thought and emotion, can create reality, Can you see how important it is then to take on the process of writing your book as a sacred art? Because not only are you creating the book itself, you are creating a reality through the words you put into that book. And chances are, if you're here listening to me, you're writing a transformational book of some sort. So those words are literally creating a transformation, a healing, a liberation, a wisdom, an understanding, not only for you as you write it, but for your readers as they read it. And when you hold the creation of this work as the thing that is going to help create a new and better reality for the person who is blessed enough to receive those words, right? That is sacred. You are helping to create new worlds and new realities for people. And if you are pushing yourself, forcing yourself, trying to, you know, make things happen in some certain way other than how they're happening, you're actually doing yourself and your book and your readers a disservice. Right? This whole like fast food microwave speeds sort of world that we're living in has a lot of authors being conditioned to think that writing should happen fast too, right? Like it should be kind of like driving up to McDonald's, which I probably haven't done in a couple of decades, but um, you know, driving up to McDonald's asking for a Big Mac fries and a Coke, and like a minute later you've got it in your hands, right? This is the mentality of, of society, a lot of it, faster, quicker, faster, quicker. But what happens with faster and quicker? Quality goes down the tubes, right? Faster, quicker isn't nourishing you. Faster, quicker is, you know, building, you know, items that used to last for decades and now are disposable. And like, they're not lasting more than two years. You oh, just go replace it. Right? We live in this like replacement society, this replacement world instead of building things to last. But when you're writing your book, trust me, you want to write that book in a way where it is built to last. It's not a drive through. um, It's not a drive through experience. (laughs) Because if you think for just one moment, and I'm doing this right now, I am thinking of the book, by Cheryl Richardson called "The Unmistakable Touch of Grace," that book changed my life. Um, it changed my life nine years ago, coming up on nine years since I read that book, I remember the exact date. December 2nd of 2010, I picked up that book. It changed my life. I still talk about it. It's still with me. It's in my cells. Like I can feel that book in my cells nearly a decade later. right? This is the impact that you can have with your words on the page of your book where someone 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40, 50 years from now, who knows how long from now, right, are still going to be talking about your book because it was such a profoundly impactful experience for them to read it that it stays with them it stays with them. Fast food doesn't do that. The microwave method of writing a book, unless it's a very rare occasion, doesn't do that. Right? Yeah. There are people that I know that do, they just like they get a download for a book and it's written in like a couple of days, but that's rare. The typical author is under this belief that they should be writing their book in a matter of days or a matter of weeks or a matter of, you know, few months um, and that should is not true for everyone. And that shutting on yourself like that actually slows down the process because it takes away the sacredness. It takes away the art. It takes away the allowance. It takes around the, it takes out the openness and openness and allowance and trusting and being present and not shooting on yourself are some of the most important things that you need to be doing in order to allow your best masterpiece to come through in the form of art called words on the page as your book. So I wanna share some tips with you for embracing this sacred act of authorship. And of course, if you you know have any questions about this, wanna know more about how I, I and my team can more deeply support you, in this sacred art of authorship, then just send an email over to us. It's support at christinecloser.com. Again, that's support at christinecloser.com like we're happy to support you and you know see how we might be able to work with you even more deeply to really live by this process because you know what we're committed to you writing the best possible, most powerful life-changing transformational book that you can write. So tip number one that I want to give you is this, and that is trust the process. Trust the process. The tomato seed didn't have to work to become a tomato plant and to become an abundance of, you know, tomato goodies in my kitchen, right? The tomato seed knew. There's an intelligence to that seed that just knew there's going to be water, there's gonna be soil, there's gonna be sunshine, and inside of me is like 24 of the most amazing, beautiful red tomatoes. It knew that when it was like a little teeny tiny speck that I could barely even see when I planted it in the dirt, right? You, if you could have the trust, they said, right, the Bible talks about a mustard seed. I don't know, I've actually never really read the Bible from front to back, just when I had to read it in uh, in college for development of Western civilization classes when we covered religion. Um, but I have heard about have the faith of a mustard seed, right? If you could have the faith, say in this case of a tomato seed, if that relates with you more, it being you know just post tomato season, um, tomatoes are on my mind, obviously talking about them a lot today. <laughs> um, but if you could have that kind of trust, like trust that you were brought exactly right here at exactly this time to do exactly this thing called writing your book. You have been divinely designed from day one. Every experience you've had, you know, the the challenging ones and the brilliant ones, like all of it has brought you right here, right now, today, listening to this episode on the sacred art of authorship, where I am telling you that tip number one is to trust the process. Because if you don't trust the process, like any of that resistance that you bring to it, it's like putting brakes on a car right? Why would you put brakes on a car when the car is going down the street? Like you're trying to get to point B, you need to go to this, maybe you're trying to drive to the beach, like, and you're driving and then you put the brakes on and you just put them on because, well, you weren't totally trusting that you were really actually going to the beach. Like it's kind of kooky when you think about it that way, but any resistance Anything except allowance, surrender, and being with the process that you're in is the opposite of trust, right? And that is not going to help you get into that flow of being so connected to yourself and to your message and to the universe that the worst has come through you. So trusting the process is tip number one that I want to share with you in terms of really kind of embracing and experiencing the sacred art of authorship. The second thing, the second tip that I want to share with you is that to trust the process is kind of another layer of it, to know and practice the belief and understanding that there is nothing else that quote unquote should be happening than what is happening right now. So if you're not writing, like if you're in a phase where it's like, oh, man, I just can't get words on the page. I don't know what's going on. The more that you think that it should be something different, the more that you feel like, oh, I should have written 1,000 or I should have written 3,000 or I should have written at least 100 words today, the more energy you put into that idea of shoulding what it should have been, again, it's those breaks. The faster that you can go, oh, wow, okay. So I thought maybe I would write all these words today, but I didn't. And I guess that's how this experience was supposed to be. So what am I, you know, are there any gifts in this for me? Is it just that I'm supposed to practice allowing and surrendering and being right here, right now? Okay with not writing those words. The more quickly you can allow yourself to do that, to stop the shoulds and go to acceptance, and allowance for what is, I assure you, the more quickly you will move into the creative process of your writing. The more you're shooting, the less you're writing. And when we take this up to the topic of today, right, the sacred art of authorship, this is the sacred art of authorship. It's not fighting, not resisting, allowing for what is to be there so that what's meant to be there can come through. Okay. What's meant to be there can come through. There is absolutely no wrong way. Okay. So I just want you to kind of let That's sort of like the third tip. There's no wrong way. So if it takes you a week to write your book, great. If it takes you a year, two years, I have some clients who have been working on their masterpieces. It's been five years. But oh my goodness, who they became over those five years? The process of writing the book, what the book became, so much better than they ever imagined, right? They, they had to accept that there's, there's no wrong way for me to do this. So give yourself that grace to allow for what is happening because forcing forcing it is like the exact opposite of holding it as sacred and holding yourself as sacred right if you held yourself and held your book as truly sacred there like you that that alone right there will not only transform your life, but transform the book that you're writing. So I want you to just kind of take a breath, bring, like, let this land. This was not, we're we're weren't I mean, obviously, you know, sometimes I very much talk about practical and technical and, you know, but today I just really feel like I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about the, um, I guess I'll say the sacred, the spiritual, the, universal, the human experience of writing because you deserve to have the most powerful. Like I often say to people, like, I want you to squeeze out every single drop of what this book has for you. Like if you've ever squeezed an orange, like in an orange, you know, um, like one of those orange press things or like a lemon and like you kind of squeeze it and you're like, eh, you know, good enough. I got some juice. And like half of the juice is still left in the fruit. Like, I don't want you leaving half of the juice still in the fruit. As you write your book and step into the amazing journey of authorship, what I want for you is to squeeze every single drop of juice, of nectar, of wisdom, of understanding, of courage, of confidence, of clarity, like of all of it. I want you to squeeze every single drop you can out of the process. And I promise you, only because I've witnessed it for thousands of people over the years, You get to squeeze the most out of authorship, build the most solid platform upon which to go out there and expand and share and liberate your message in the world and your business if your book is associated with your business. like All of that gets to go so much higher, so much further, so much more expansive when you've squeezed out every single drop and you've built yourself this foundation on the sacredness of what you're doing because when you do that it's like it's like rocket fuel it's like rocket fuel for who you are here to be what you're here to do and how you're meant to serve so i think that's everything i want to say today on this sacred act of authorship or this well i keep mixing up art and act because it's both it is an art And it is an act because you do need to sit and take action and allow for that writing to come. But, big, you know, the big key thing that I want you to walk away with today is to understand that you, as the author, are sacred. And the more you can remind yourself to hold, like, to really hold this space for the process itself to also be sacred, you will you will watch those words flow onto the page and be amazed by what you read. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I wrote this. This is so amazing. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for you. And that's what I wanted to talk about um, taking on writing and really looking at it as a sacred art. So Thank you for being here today. It's always fun to do these solo episodes with you. And I'm super excited to be with you next time. Um, let me just tell you real quick, uh, keep your eyes and ears out because I am going to be doing a one day um, author's retreat, pretty much virtual, completely virtual, virtual, I'm pretty sure we're going to make it available for free. We just want to serve you. We can't do our live event um, like we usually do in October. So stay tuned because we're going to be doing a virtual event for you. And I'm just thrilled. So I don't have the details yet, but as soon as they're ready, I promise to let you know. Um, So I think that's everything. All right. Well, great being with you for this episode. And of course, I look forward to seeing you and being well, seeing you, hearing you, sharing with you um, next time. And until then, as always, happy writing. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done Podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere, and I'm grateful you tuned in.